This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why? Like, what's the motivation? Are you creating art for the money? Are you creating art just to create? Are you doing it for attention? What's the deal? All right, Tony Robbins says, success is what the world sees, fulfillment is what the heart feels. You can learn a lot about an artist's motives based on where they put their effort. Take a musician, for example. Are they trying to build a career playing cover songs? Are they exchanging time for money? Are they creating original works in hopes that they can you know, create something that the masses might vibe with? You gotta ask yourself, are you an artist or an entertainer? And there's value in both. Like Steve Martin was selling out arenas in the 70s with his comedy. You know who Steve Martin is, right? He's the father of the bride. He was that guy. He could do just about anything on stage back then and the crowd would go crazy, which sounds awesome, right? But like anything, the, the new car smell goes away and then you need something else to fill your boots. And he could have continued to sell out arenas, but he wanted to grow as an artist and he wanted to try something outside his comfort zone. So that's when he got into movies and he hasn't looked back since. Well, until recently, he got back into the live stuff. He does this two-man show with Martin Short. They co-starred in Three Amigos together in the 80s. Remember that one? I don't know. Now, I've never started a movie, but when I was playing cover songs like 15 years ago, the bar would be packed, the dance floor would be full of energy. It was a super high, like there was just, right in the middle of the third set, that's when everything is is just cranking, right? And I would turn my head <laughs> to the drummer and I would yawn, like anything. Like at first, the stimulation is real. It's amazing. It's really all I ever wanted, to be able to control a crowd with my talent. And then once I got used to it, it felt like routine and I had to try something else. That's when I really dove into the original music, which is a whole different creative outlet and when it comes to songwriting and the business side of things. But the motivation still dictates where you spend your focus. Are you doing it for the love of the art or for the admiration of your legion of fans? In the realm of creativity, the key difference between love and admiration is that love focuses on affection and admiration focuses on respect and approval. Love keeps us connected to our soul's purpose, but admiration acts as a source of inspiration, encouraging us to explore uncharted territories. Derek Sivers posted something recently. He's the former owner of CD Baby. His post had to do with people searching for their passions and why it may lead you away from your true calling. And I thought it was very interesting, so I'd love to read it for you right now. Here we go. People say they're searching for their passion or purpose, but purpose and passion are words we use when we're not working. When we're actually engaged in the flow of fascinating work, we don't think in these terms. The task itself is what keeps us up all night, not some extracted story of purpose. Imagine you put a GPS tracker on a dog and then you set him free to run in the countryside. He dashes and he digs and he stops to sniff. He romps around another dog. And later when you map his recorded GPS data, you see that he generally went northeast. But would you say that going northeast is his passion or purpose? You are like a dog. Don't seek a story of purpose to guide or label your fascinations. When we announce something, we have a social need to be congruent. If you say your purpose or passion is to go northeast, but then you're interested in something in the southwest, you might ignore that interest and limit your play to what fits the narrative. 
Don't do this to yourself. Do whatever interests you now, no matter how uncharacteristic. Refuse to assign yourself a purpose. There is no plot. You are not a story. That's not bad, right? I thought so. So one regret of the dying is that they didn't, this is a good segue, right? One, regret, one of the regrets of the dying is that they didn't live a life true to themselves, but rather what others expected of them. So the last example, although you're pursuing what you're perceived as your purpose, may be motivated by the expectations of others. It plays a trick on you. And that's why being a balanced artist has its benefits. You don't need to sell out to make a profit. You don't need to be ashamed of a day job to be considered an artist. If what you perceive as your purpose is also funding your life, sometimes lines can get crossed. You don't actually like what you're doing anymore, or you're only doing it because people have now placed you in that box and you need to pay rent. Having a second source of income, whether passive or active, allows you to freedom to create whatever you want. Obviously, like there's rules to follow if you want to create a brand or really make an impact in that field but when you don't need it it allows you to approach it more tactfully rather than desperately you may want to think about approaching your art like a business otherwise other people might take advantage of you when you blow up record labels and people that call themselves managers who you work with are running a business while you're just following your dreams there was a time a long time ago when i would play for pennies because i would play anywhere now i probably wouldn't play those places but if I did, it would be because I want to rather than have to. In the finance book, Taking Stock, Jordan uses a dining room table analogy. In order to be financially secure, we need to cover all four legs with exposure in real estate, stocks, job, and side hustle. I know what you're thinking. I'm an artist. I don't need financial stability. Well, listen, sleeping on futons and couch surfing is sexy in your 20s, less cool in your 30s, and pretty sad when you're in your 40s. No matter what you do for a living, everyone needs a source of income later in life when they're too old to hustle. So if that means working a part-time job on the side of your artistic career during the building phases, then it's probably the responsible thing to do. It's called front-loading. When you're young and have the energy to take on multiple things, you may as well build the foundation for yourself. And when the creative career becomes too overwhelming to handle both, then you can jump ship. But doing it too early just to tell Jim next door that you're a full-time artist and then you spend your afternoon binging The Office on Netflix probably isn't the best use of your time. I tell people not to despise their day job, but embrace it and consider it like a sponsor or some sort of financial backer for your creative career. They don't need to choose between money and passion. A balanced artist's life encompasses both. Listen, I know the world of YOLO and follow your passion and hustle culture, boss babes. It's just fun to hear that stuff, right? You want the person to tell you to drop all your responsibilities and just do what you consider is fun. And if I have to be the person to tell you otherwise, then so be it. Maybe it's because I'm the oldest child in my family and the oldest sibling and it forced me to be a responsible one. Maybe it's because I watched that Disney cartoon as a kid where the grasshopper would walk around playing his fiddle while the ants prepared food and shelter for the winter. And then when winter came, the dumb grasshopper was stuck outside in the cold with his dumb fiddle with nothing to eat. I know doing hard things is hard, but nothing is just going to get handed to us. So if it looks like that on Instagram, remember you're watching someone's highlight reel. Chances are you haven't seen what's going on behind those posts. I think if you can find a way to passively fund your career, it'll allow you to pursue what you want without worrying about whether you're going to eat or sleep indoors. And this doesn't mean go buy lottery tickets. This could simply mean just optimize your current day job that will support your creative career. And maybe you need to ask your boss if you can work remotely a few days a week, maybe automate some of your tasks so that you can have more time to focus on things that really matter to you. I've talked about this before, but Einstein actually used to work in a patent office. You've heard of Einstein, right? E equals MC squared. Kind of a big deal. I, I don't know what it means, but it's 
I hear people talking about it. He had the most boring job imaginable. All right, he worked in a patent office and because like it didn't require any creativity, he could save that energy for his scientific experiments at night. And you can, you know, if you're a cashier at Costco or you're doing like open heart surgery all day, chances are you have very little desire to use any brain power at the end of the day. You're just trying to recover so that you can live to see another day tomorrow. Let's face it, it'd be hard to leave a job title of open heart surgeon to become a struggling painter, but if it fulfills you, then are you doing yourself a disservice? I don't know, that's for you to decide. Success is what the world sees, fulfillment is what the heart feels. And there's a way to balance both, and you need to figure out what that looks like for you. Do whatever interests you now, no matter how uncharacteristic. Refuse to assign yourself a purpose. There is no plot, you are not a story. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week, so remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.